You know the tale of Icarus? You know the young boy filled with drive and passion who flew too close to the sun and got incinerated? A wise lesson, no doubt, and not only for, you know, Greek gods and goddesses, but for you and I, for the young bosses. If you aren't careful, you may end up, you know, young bossing too close to the sun. You're smart, you're motivated. You wanna do something big. You're on the verge of being a young boss and we're gonna help you get there. I'm your host, Isabel Garino, and welcome to the Young Boss Podcast, where youth is your power. And no, I'm not literally talking and saying that you're gonna burst into flames if you meet all of your monthly milestones for 10 years in a row, but I'm talking about burnout. Dun, dun, dun. It's a sensation equivalent to seeing your first gray hair or the sudden realization that you're turning into your parents. You've pushed too hard for too long and now you're exhausted. Today, we're going to learn how to keep the passionate flame from our businesses burning without getting burnt ourselves. Before we dive headfirst into preventing burnout and overcoming it, let's talk about what it actually is. You may have heard the term mentioned before in self-help books or termination meetings or in memoirs about entrepreneurial success. However, the reality is no matter what you've heard about it, Burnout will look different for each person. It can be defined as a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by periods of prolonged stress. Yikes. If you aren't fully committed, supported, and involved in your work, it can be very easy to grow tired of the pushing and pulling that comes with, well, your business. For you, burnout may be present itself in forms of migraines, stomach aches, weight loss, or declining quality in your sleep. Or it could come in the form of crazy anxiety, depression, disassociation, or difficulty performing. When it comes to burnout, there is no one size fits all. Understanding how to identify burnout can help you keep your mind, your body, and your spirit healthy and also keep your business healthy. Some of you may have heard Jay Shetty. He's a successful life coach and an internet personality, author, and podcaster. He recently did an interview with Know Your Value. They're an organization dedicated to encouraging and supporting women to respect themselves in their personal and professional lives. In this interview, he made a few insightful comments about burnout, and here's what he said. Leadership isn't about your resume. Leadership is about how you make people feel. If you focus on the things that make people feel safe, that make people feel empowered, or make them feel like they're seen and heard, incredible things can happen. But if you're just trying to check it off, everything on a leadership checklist, you're gonna run out of energy pretty quickly. That one hit home. So you might be thinking, how does this apply to burnout? Well, something paramount in understanding the ins and outs of being a young boss is the necessity of leadership qualities. As a young boss, you will have to be the boss, duh. And as a boss, you're going to have a team you oversee, employees and partners, uh, maybe that you mentor and tasks you tackle with other people. So maintaining your mind, body, and soul is just as important as maintaining your communication and your monthly milestones and project approvals, if not more important, unpopular opinion coming, but the path to burnout can affect others 
just as much as it affects you. And I should say your path to burnout because you are responsible for knowing yourself and nourishing yourself. Don't be like Icarus and set yourself on fire because you may end up burning your employees, partners, and clients too. And that, my friend, will probably not land you any rave reviews. All right, I have some wise words for you. So listen closely and really think about this concept. Rocket ships don't have a rear view mirror. I mean, seriously, when was the last time you saw a rocket ship trying to parallel park? All jokes aside, in terms of your development into a young boss, this funny little phrase holds some wisdom that applies to the birth and bloom of your business. In the beginning of building your brand, your clientele, your creation, you have to push fast and hard. You have to hustle. Anais Kin, a Franco-American female badass and boss lady, most famous for her books, short stories, and essays, once spoke on the importance of hustling. She said, good things happen to those who hustle. And there is clear truth in the hustler's end game. When starting up a business and building your reputation, you're going to be working long days and long nights. You're going to be working overtime and networking your ass off and diving into the structure, philosophy, and demographics of your business. It's part of becoming an entrepreneur, a young boss. But once your business is off the ground, it's important to take a breath because you have to pivot to make other entrepreneurship characteristics a priority. The networking of getting your face and your brand out in the world that was once your most important task on your laundry list is now becoming the responsibility of your PR team. Now you've found that leadership, team building, and driving you know the force that is your business's top priority. The truth is the hustler has to die for the CEO to live. Hustling is important. Don't get me wrong, but is it sustainable in the long run? Hell no. Hustling is what brings you to the next level, but it's not the only path to success. At some point in your young boss journey, you must make the switch. And if you don't, you'll end up more burnt out than a marshmallow on a stick. Hustling is not a bad thing, but at a certain point, it has to be used moderately and meticulously. Let's do a quick breakdown of the pros and cons of hustling. Hustling truly is a double-edged sword. And as for the benefits, hustle culture emphasizes the importance of accountability. It opens financial doors and opportunities that may have been closed otherwise. And best of all, it can lead to a booming business. However, the negative aspects of hustle culture may rear its ugly head in your personal life. Hustling can lead to long ass hours, long ass days, which may seriously cut into your time with your loved ones or social responsibilities or hobbies. Another disadvantage is that it may be difficult to maintain your self-care and personal aspirations as you put excessive energy into your business. Finally, you know, you may be less financially stable as you were when you had your day job in the beginning. I really think that everyone, when you're starting a business at some point, you are going to be the hustler. You, especially in the beginning, you can't avoid it. You're going to have to be this person. You're going to have to put in these, you know, different hours and different mindsets and just go crazy all in to make it happen. But at some point, once you've hit a peak or you've hit a plateau, it's time to say, okay, what can I do to kind of offload these things to protect myself? Because I, I said it earlier, but I want you guys to really hear how important that is. If you keep grinding yourself down, you're eventually going to turn into dust, right? You have to take a break and give yourself that respite to become that CEO, right? To become that level up. And if you don't, then you're going to be dust, truly. 
Making the switch from hustler to CEO is important because you've got to avoid burnout. Hey, it's Isabel. Thanks for listening to the Young Boss Podcast. I recently wrote a book called Young Boss, and it's filled with top tips I've learned over the years on how to survive and thrive in business. Pre-order your copy now by heading to the link in the podcast description. Now back to the show. So believe it or not, you can actually run a successful business for a long time without burning out. You may be thinking, yeah, yeah, I hear you, but you know, how do you do it? Well, lucky for you, that's why we're here. Follow along for three key ingredients, delegating and elevating, staying innovative, and having your own life outside of work. Those are my tips for you. First up, delegating and elevating. What does this mean in simple terms? Well, it means distributing the work evenly amongst you and your team members and growing as a result of teamwork and effort and distribution. Seems easy enough, right? While it may sound simple, we as young bosses tend to take on everything because, hey, that's what we're used to. We underwent a metamorphosis from hustler to young boss, so we have to delegate the work and think like a boss, not a budding entrepreneur. That being said, I'm excited to share some strategies I use to offload and distribute non-essential tasks. Be gone right? First, distribute and, well, delegate like a boss. You have to trust your team. Hand off tasks that others can handle. Whether it's managing social media accounts, handling administrative tasks like managing calendars, offices, and bookkeeping, so on, right? It's so important to just get it off your plate. Whether that's a true employee or hiring a VA, whatever it looks like, it doesn't look like you doing everything. Secondly, embrace tech wizardry. Leverage technology to your advantage. Invest in tools and apps that can automate repetitive tasks or help you stay organized. Think of them as your digital sidekicks that can handle the nitty gritty stuff. Nowadays, you can Google your specific needs and boom, you found a program that can do it for you. Tech is amazing and can absolutely help you turn your hands-on manual tasks into more automated processes that don't involve you. Finally, and possibly the most important, master the art of saying no. Sometimes you've got to be selective. Politely decline new commitments or projects that don't align with your core value. Saying no can be liberating and lets you focus on what truly matters. And don't worry, just because you say no doesn't mean your business can't take on a new development. This is where delegating tasks and trusting your team comes into play. The next tip to avoid burnout is to prioritize innovation. Embrace your inner artists, accepting outside perspectives, reevaluate your current techniques and review your outdated processes. To simplify, listen to what your team, your clients, and even your competitors have to say. Baltazar Gracian, a Spanish poet and philosopher, once said, a wise man gets more use from his enemies than a fool does from his friends. Learn from others and observe their choices and then observe yours. It's important to constantly reanalyze your business, how it works, and what your goals are. Review the outdated ideas that you Kobe into the garbage can. Again, ask yourself, why didn't they work? What adjustments did we make to those techniques? Was the idea only applicable for this group rather than this group? Those are the keys to constant innovation. Now let's talk about maintaining your life 
outside of work. You know how when you work out, you have to exercise all the muscles or else you risk muscle atrophy? Now apply it to your professional life, your personal life, and your social life. Maintaining your mental health and keeping your personal relationships alive and fruitful is so important. Your loved ones, safe spaces, and personal hobbies are the foundation on which you build everything. If you neglect the foundation of a house, what happens? Bingo that thing crumbles. Though it may seem impossible maintaining and continuing your business without burning out, it is possible. You just have to be vigilant and calculated. Here's another piece of advice. Do the work while you're young so you can relax while you're old. We're all familiar with the saying, with age comes wisdom, right? Well, let's add a little sentiment to that. With age comes wisdom, with youth comes energy. I cannot stress the importance of utilizing your youth. Working hard when you're green will help prevent burnout in the long run. Want to know how to take advantage of your youth? Become a sponge and give SpongeBob a run for his money. I mean, everything you see or hear should be absorbed for your growth, reference, and knowledge, right? A young mind is a bright mind, and as long as it's willing to learn... Listen to those who've gone before you. Learn from their mistakes and their successes. You've likely heard of Michelangelo. You know that guy who painted the entire ceiling of the Sistine Chapel? Yeah, him. At the ripe age of 87, he said, I am still learning. So before you say you know enough or you have enough experience, think again, hotshot. Secondly, network, network, network. Shall I say it again? I think I will. Network your ass off. Forming business connections and professional relationships while you're young and growing alongside your fellow companies is important to creating and then maintaining a support system. Like I mentioned earlier, you have to build and maintain the foundations of your team. While we're still daydreaming, Rome wasn't built in a day and it certainly wasn't built only by one person. Your community is paramount. Build it while others are building theirs. Finally, invest your money and save smart. Doing this early on will really help you when you face an unexpected financial crisis, budget cuts, and client reorganizations. Investing and budgeting your funds for future projects and potential mishaps in the early days will give you peace of mind in the difficult days. And it also prevents you from getting burnt out. Full circle, baby. Hustle in your youth and maintain your business all while taking care of your mind, body, and soul. And if you don't heed my advice and the advice of others, well, let's talk about it. Once you've reached a milestone of success and the dust settles, you may sit back and think to yourself, why did I build this? I didn't mean to do this. Or what am I doing here? Do I even want this? This is definitely a symptom of burnout. Some might call it a career identity crisis, a feeling of being lost or losing yourself or losing your intention in your current professional aspirations. Might I say double yikes. Burnout and a career identity crisis is a match made in hell. If you're feeling this, make sure you've spent time in your personal vision. Reanalyze, reevaluate, go back to home base and reflect on your desires and needs. Then begin asking for help in situations where you feel professionally and personally overwhelmed. Starting each week with your vision in mind, your vision literally right in front of you will help you. Others will not know what you want or what you need if you don't tell them. You have to share that vision, share your goals. But if you do rope in support, there's always going to be loved ones, coworkers, partners, and employees who are literally sitting by waiting for you to 
ask them for help, ask them for advice, and they're going to be thrilled to help you. I know for me, when it comes to burnout, taking on all the tasks felt like, well, I'm the best person to do them. So I have to do them all. And I wasn't going with what I knew, delegate and elevate and make sure it fits my vision. And then one day I woke up and I'm like, I don't want to do this. This doesn't make me happy. I want out. And it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Do I really want that? Or am I taking on too much? And I realized I was starting to hit that burnout phase and I wasn't prioritizing, you know, my health and hanging out with my friends and spending time with my partner. And it was like, okay, these are the things that bring me joy in life. Let me go back to what I love doing in my business. What brings me joy? What brings me happiness? What fulfills me? Let me offload everything else get VAs doing it, get other team members doing it. And when it comes up again, because you're not, it's going to come up again. Right. And when it comes up again, and then you look at it and say, Nope, I told myself I wasn't doing it. You forward it to the person who's supposed to be doing it. And guess what? All of a sudden your day, you get it back your life. You get it back and you can start reincorporating your personal life and that balance between your work life and your personal life. And it can really save you from having an identity crisis. But if I didn't catch this early on, if I didn't have my vision written out so I could go back and look and say, my day is not reflective of what I wrote down of what I want it to look like, then I wouldn't have known that. And I probably would have kept going down that path. And I probably would have kept burning out even worse and worse and worse until I just said, I'm over it. I'm out. I'm done. And I don't want you to hit that. So if life is anything, it's unpredictable. This applies to personal life, professional life, and so forth. So sometimes you'll have to stop and reevaluate where you are and where you're trying to go. An important part of avoiding burnout and nourishing passion is making sure you're aligned with your goals. The head, heart, and feet will know if you're in the right seat. And if you don't stop and realize you aren't doing what you feel like you should, scooch out of the seat and find another. Two important strategies in reassessing and reevaluating your professional life and personal life are to ask others if they think you're happy and ask yourself if you feel happy. Always find time for yourself, whether that be in meditation, therapy, or another activity that connects your mind and your heart. Ask yourself if you're happy, if you're driven, if you would be okay doing this for another year, another six months, another five years. Be honest with yourself. Don't tell yourself what you think you should hear. Tell yourself what's true. Alrighty, we've been digging deep into the importance of avoiding and recognizing burnout. We've acknowledged that life can really pile on the stress sometimes, and it's crucial to recognize when things get too much. But now we know how to identify burnout and how it presents itself in our personal life. Losing sleep, not eating, losing relationships, and it can present itself in our professional life, you know, by working long hours, having sleepless nights, and a lost sense of self. Some tips for recognizing and nipping burnout in the bud are by constantly checking in with your personal and professional vision, taking care of your mental health and physical health and seeking input from loved ones. We've discussed that it's not enough to just know when you're drowning in stress, you have to be open about it. Speak up, let your needs and wants be known to those around you. Communication is key. And to drive the point home, we've shared some amazing stories where seeking help turned things around in a big way. It's proof that reaching out can lead to some seriously pivotal changes. Lastly, we've hammered in the idea that taking care of yourself is no joke. Build a reliable community around you, 
Look up and listen to mentors and hey, maybe even hire a coach if that's your thing. Remember, it's cool to ask for help. In a world where we often feel like we need to go at it alone, seeking support is brave. It's incredibly self-aware and can make a world of difference in your life. Begin your ascent to your young bossery with the awareness of burnout and the tools to overcome it. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Young Boss Podcast with me, Isabel Garino. Be sure to like, share, and follow on Instagram and TikTok. And let me know, have you, young boss, too close to the sun? Remember, youth is your power. 